0: Hey guys, this is Ben Taylor with Raw Motivations. Wanted to come on here and talk to you some today about reactive abuse. I was talking to somebody the other day in one of my one-on-one calls, and they were talking about how it just seemed so frustrating looking back on the situation, on the life they'd lived with the narcissist, with the toxic person, and seeing and acknowledging everything that they've done in that relationship and really being down, being frustrated, feeling like they're crazy of like, how in the world could I respond this way? How could I react to how he was treating me, to how she was treating me? Like the thoughts that people start thinking like when they start looking at uh, like a video or a picture or you know something that shows them like, hey, this is how I responded in that situation, sometimes makes them feel crazy or sometimes makes them wonder like, it wasn't me. Am I the problem? You've probably been in a situation like this where you've looked back and you've been like, I don't normally respond this way, but I responded this way to this person. And one, either I feel crazy or I just feel like bad. I feel stupid. I feel all these types of emotions that you're like, this isn't me. Why am I doing this? You might've been involved in something called reactive abuse. Reactive abuse in the psychopath, sociopath, toxic, narcissistic minefield is the idea of where the narcissist pushes you to the edge, push you to the place, push you past sanity in one sense, push you to the place where you are going to react, where there is going to be a reaction that happens now it could be something as as simple or it could be something that's huge but what it is is pushing something it's like pushing your buttons getting to the place where they're pushing your buttons so much that it gets to the place where you just lash out where you respond where you all of a sudden come back at them and out of a way that you would never do with anyone else this is why oftentimes in the relationship the person who's being abused starts to think, like, maybe I'm the problem because of how the narcissist is treating them or how the narcissist is saying, like, you're the one that needs to get help. You're the one that needs to get checked out. Like, there's something wrong with you. But when you take a moment and you step back and you start to think, like, wait a second. Like, how I was yelling, how I was reacting, how I was, you know, defending myself, whatever it might be, like, how I was acting that moment, do I act that way to everybody else in my life? A lot of times people will start to realize like, hey, I'm acting that way only around this person or I'm acting that way only through this set of events. But the narcissist doesn't want you to see that. They don't want you to hear that or understand like, hey, this is what's actually happening. What they're trying to do is keep you off guard, kind of push you off kilter so that you're not able to actually assess what's going on this oftentimes happens with the cognitive dissonance that they give by pushing pulling giving praise giving devaluation telling that they care about you then showing the exact opposite and when they do that time and time again it produces that confused state in your mind of not knowing what's going on when they push you so far to the place where you start to react that's where it turns into reactive abuse Now, if you've experienced reactive abuse or you've been privy to reactive abuse, you probably get to the place where you start to feel really discouraged and you start to blame yourself. What you have to remember is in that moment, you didn't have the education or knowledge to know what was happening. A lot of times people look back on those moments and like, I can't believe I reacted that way. But in that moment, you didn't understand what was going on. Or you didn't have a chance to actually view what the situation was or what the trauma that was happening that in the moment just seemed very crazy, very out of, out of yourself. So in one sense, looking back, you didn't have the education to know what was going on. Two, you had the aspect of going back in that situation. Looking back at that situation, you didn't realize the manipulation that was happening. In the moment, that manipulation is so small, so ingrained in the moment that it doesn't seem like anyone's manipulating you at all. It just seems like, hey, this is a reaction that I'm having. I don't understand why my reaction's bigger than what it used to be in the past. Well, it's because that reaction was triggered by numerous attempts from the narcissist to manipulate, to control, to gaslight, to push you to that place where you just snap where you respond that way. So looking back, the education, looking back, the manipulation, and then giving yourself like grace in the moment. Because oftentimes people either doubt like, hey, why in the world did I stay so long in this relationship? Or why did I react that way? Or how could I have done this in the past? What you have to think about is in the moment, you didn't have... That knowledge, you didn't have that awareness, you didn't have that baseline of understanding. Hey, this is what I've gone through. This is what's actually happening. Think of it this way: like when you start school, and say you're, you know, in the second grade, you're not performing algebra and trigonometry questions. But you get farther up, you get into high school, and you're starting to perform those. You're starting to learn about those. You're starting to implement those into your schoolwork. Okay, would well, be like the idea of in high school being like how stupid I was back in second grade because I wasn't doing algebra functions. That's the thought process that what's actually happening is when you look back on the past and you're like, I can't believe I acted that way. How stupid was I for acting that way? Part of it was you didn't have that knowledge. You didn't have that understanding of what was actually going on. and You need to take a pause and you need to give yourself a, a, a rest and a break when you think about that a lot of times you also have to realize you're not alone you see the narcissist wants to isolate and make you think that how you're reacting is not typical at all Countless times whenever I'm talking to people on -on one-on-ones and they're explaining the behaviors, the reactions, they're explaining how they feel, they're explaining like the craziness in their head of just wanting to go back to another person, the trauma bond, all this type of stuff, sometimes I have to sit them down and have to say, hey, what you're going through right now, what you're experiencing, unfortunately, is completely normal and sometimes that kind of catches people off guard. I'm like it's completely normal based on the circumstances that you're in. Based on everything that's happening around you, based on the chaos that's been orchestrated by another person. So often we want to devalue and say, "Hey, what's going on? That's not normal." When in reality, a lot of times people's reaction, people's frustration, people's tears, people's emotions, people's overreacting is actually normal but the narcissist has trained us in so many different ways that it's not normal that you're the crazy one that you're the one that needs help that you're the frustrating one that you're in name whatever you want to name that's what they'll try to put back on you so you have to understand in this moment based on the circumstances that you have gone through if you've had a, a reactive abuse if you've been the one reacting in that abusive way because of another person manipulating you that's actually normal for those type of situations. You also have to realize you're not the only one who's had reactive abuse, who's reacted to that abuse in an abusive way. There's many people out there that have had the same story, the same thought process, the same manipulation that's led up to them screaming, yelling, hitting, punching the other person, when in reality that's not them, and that's never been them but they've been put in that situation that the narcissist has used and manipulate and gaslit and pushed them so far that they snap and they react that way. If that's you, I want to encourage you today. One, you're not crazy. Two, you're not alone. And three, there's help. There's help to be able to work through those stories that you're telling yourself, those past memories that you're going through. If you don't know much about me or my content, with being on here as a self-aware narcissist, I try to give people insight into the narcissist mind. I try to give people insight to the things that I struggle with, to the things that I've been through. And as I work with people on a day-to-day basis, I try to maybe t- to touch on three main topics. And that's the idea of the trauma bond, that's the idea of detoxing from the narcissist, and that's the idea of clarity and vision. And so as we work through these different sections like day by day piece by piece we're able to acknowledge like hey when you're stuck in that trauma bond and you might be stuck in a trauma bond the trauma bond is the idea of where you know in your head hey this person's toxic for me but you feel in your heart or your emotions that you just want to be with them see them feel them touch them hug them experience some aspect of life with them and oftentimes that trauma bond is based on cognitive dissonance hope or potential thinking that something will happen or something will change in that aspect. And as I work with people, we break down the story. And as people learn the tools that I try to give them of breaking down the story, rewiring their mind with the news story based on the facts, it's amazing to see how encouraging it is for them to see that change and growth really quickly. Right before I did this video, I got off a call with someone that, that came in and they said, hey, I took the news story, I implemented it everywhere. It was." everywhere. It was, on, it was on my fridge. It was in the kitchen. It was on the table. It was on my nightstand. It was on my mirrors. It was on my phone. Like I put it everywhere. And she said, the change that I've had in the past month has been incredible. That's what I'm trying to help people is provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. That's why I'm on this platform. If you don't know much about the other platforms that I have, we've got Nuggets of Truth that's dropping every single day on TikTok, Instagram, obviously here on YouTube as well, um, also on Facebook. So feel free to join any of those platforms, interact with other survivors. There is a community that is growing and starting to thrive more, which is called the NARC app. NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. And it's a group of like-minded people that are survivors that are coming out of these relationships and that are finding, healing, growth, and change and learning and implementing those changes in their lives on a day-to-day basis. So feel free to check out the NARC app, download it from Apple or Google Play. We're starting to go live exclusively on the app uh, every single Monday night. And we're also starting to do monthly Zoom calls depending on when you sign up or what level you sign up. So please check out the NARC app. There's a lot of people on Where they're trying to help provide the tools and the resources on a on a weekly and on a monthly basis as well. Thanks so much.